Milky tin. I mean, what we could do is we could have a little trip back in time to see what Mildred's milky tin of the past would look like. Could we go to Tuesday? Yes, that would be fun. I, I left the milk out. Um, a detective's agency. In the 50s? In the 50s. Love it. We've always wanted to do this. We could go back there, couldn't we? Just any, just any detective. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Any of them. Dave. If you leave the room, you'll stay the same, but we'll all turn into 50s. Oh, Are you ready for that? I really need a wee, so yeah. Well, then so I guess that's what we're doing. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready to take a trip with us? Back in Welcome to the Chatterbox. We're Mildred's Milky Tin. Hello? Hi. May I come in? God damn, Jonathan, it's a dame. What? Come in. I can smell her from here. Sit down, baby. Thanks, I will. Like a cigarette? A wine? Line of cocaine? What can I offer you? I'll take all three. So, what's a girl like you doing in this part of town without a man to protect you? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's all so horrible. Put yourself together. <laughs> oh my god, I feel great. I feel reborn. For your feelings, just tell us what's the problem. Well, it's a little complicated, but I'll lay it on you straight. It's my husband, see? He's been missing for, well, for about two hours. Two hours? I knew it. The problem is your husband. He's missing, right? He's been missing for two hours, am I right? You're right. Oh my god. Wow. You should be a detective. So should you. <laughs> wow, well, hey. I've got an idea. Your husband, what does he do? Who does he hang out with? Who does he see? Well, normally around 4pm he comes home. I've got dinner on the table and... Of course you do. And I... You're a good wife. I, well, thank you. You don't know the first thing about me, mister. <laughs> Dave, come sit down. we got a dame in the room. Her husband's missing for two hours. We've got a case in our hands. Oh man, it's more sexist in here than I thought it would be. It's the 1950s, baby. Sit down and shut up. So tell us about your husband, babe. Well, his name is... Pants. Pants Willoughby. Pants, the Pants Willoughby or Pants Willoughby Associations? Well, Willoughby. Well, sure. I know. He's a big guy around town. He's a big player. Well, he was until I stopped him from going down the casinos. And, well, he hasn't really been the same since. And I'm afraid that's where he's gone. You think he's down in the casino? A man who owns a newspaper empire like he does? Of course he can go wherever he wants. Well, I, I thought he was at the casino, but I went there and, well, this is what I found. Flum. My God. His coat. Bloodstains. And what's that? There's something in the pocket. Oh. Dave, you've got the best eyes. What is it? Seems to be chips. Chips. Casino chips. Thrice fried. Very crispy chips. Crispy chips. I wonder why he had them in his coat pocket. My God. Maybe you're saving them for later. But what man would leave a casino without cashing his chips? Yeah. What a conundrum. I think he was taken with the casino before he had a chance to do so. What would you say, Dame? Well, it would make sense. After all, I had the pot roast ready and he hasn't missed a pot roast for... Well, for nigh on 30 years. 
We were married 12 years ago. I've known him all my life. Well, what, what, are, what are we going to do? Well, hang on, Dave. Let's wait for our Gregory to come in. He's the best sleuth we got this side of the Mississippi. Greg, is that you? <laughs> Greg, is that you? Sure, it's me. Come in. We got a Dave. Did he just ride a horse into the office? Of course he did, it's Gregory. This guy's fucking badass. His morning whiskey. We get through so many glasses in this office. Gregory, we're heading down to the casino. We've got a lead to follow. This is Dame. Howdy, Dame. Mm. Gregory, stop it! <laughs> ah! He's a lion, you fool! What are you doing? Not so we know he's dead, Gregory. <laughs> Probably shouldn't have slapped her and put kissing her like that. No, she's dead now. <laughs> She'll come around. <laughs> Quick, to the casino! headed down to the casino. There was something in the air that night. I don't know what it was. Maybe it was the cigarette smoke, the ether from the whiskeys we drank that morning. But we were in a haze when we got there. David from the future wasn't fitting in to our <laughs> He kept on being polite to all the servants. Hello. Nice to meet you. <gasps> Shut up! <laughs> we're into the casino. <laughs> Yeah, maybe we do. Tell me what, have you seen this coat before? It might have had a person in it last time you saw it. Good point, David. The little gremlin scuttled off to get his manager. He returned with a big, scary Scotsman that none of us had ever seen before. Are you all the owners of Macduff's Casino? <laughs> this coat, who's wearing it and how and why and where? Who's asking? We are. Alright then. <laughs> Gregory poured himself his mid-afternoon whiskey. <laughs> God damn it, Gregory, we're not in the office anymore. <laughs> I'll tell you what, see. A woman's come to the office asking about her husband oh, wearing this coat. A woman. My God. I know. But what I'm surprised about is why you'd let a woman enter your casino and not notice it. That's quite an accusation. Careful, sir. You're on record. Right. I'm never letting any woman in here by herself. Well, I should goddamn hope not. No, not without a license, you don't. You know what the penalty is for letting an unlicensed woman in? Why, you don't tell me the rules! This is my casino, pal. I set the rules, alright? You come in here, you're not even a member here. Smacking my glasses. You slap me, and then you want answers! You can get it, T-Fuck. Alright, I'll talk. <laughs> Macduff sat down quickly, his kilt splayed open. Just don't do it again. What do you want to know, fellas? This coat, who was wearing it? Why? Where did he go? I think it was, um, 
that fella and the Willoughby. Pons Willoughby. Pons. That's the name we're looking for. The mogul. The newspaper mogul, Pons Willoughby. I don't ask people's business. I just take their cash. <laughs> all right, all right. No, not my knees. Now then, what is it you want to know? Come on, David, you take this one. Oh, well, we'd, we'd like to know if, it, if it's not too much trouble. Um, where did you last see Ponce Willoughby? Who's this Ponce you brought with you? He's yeah, from the future. No, no, Ponce oh, right. Willoughby. Oh. Right, what about him? Well, uh, did you see him in your establishment? Of course I saw him. He was wearing his coat. Um, and can you remember uh, maybe the, the last time you saw him? Yeah, when he was in here. What, what was he doing? Can you shed any light? He was gambling, you bloody Egypt. Uh, could you tell us uh, which table with which croupier? Up this table, the only table in my casino. And it was a very small casino. Tiny, in fact. <laughs> All of us barely fit in there, which was why there was so much horseplay going on. It's very comfortable. This is a bathroom casino. There's only one table. Look at me, Macduff. Who was he with? I can't tell you that. You'll tell me everything I want to know. <laughs> These fried chips, what do they mean? Oh my god, my chips! <laughs> I told Pons never to shorten you on the chips! Where'd you get these? In his coat. My god. His blood stained. Something bad's happened to him, you boys gotta help coat. him. No man would ever leave here without his chips. Well, we know, where is he? I don't know. God, Honestly, you can't believe tough. me. The last time I saw him, he was just in a bad state. He lost a lot of money! Who was he with, goddammit, tell us? Oh, I can't tell you that! <laughs> <laughs> he was with his boy servant. His boy servant? Yes. What was his boy servant's name? Hamish. Hamish. We read them out by the hour. <gasps> Is Hamish Scottish as well? No, he's Welsh. <laughs> Sorry. Where can we find this Hamish? That sounds like our net. Stop. <laughs> I don't know. He usually hangs out on the docks. The docks? Oh. You'll have to go downtown for that, by the docks. <laughs> we left the casino and headed down to the docks. As McDuff suggested, which were by the docks. Streetcar, right to the docks. Tickets, please. Aye, aye, Captain. We're ready to sail. <laughs> it's a real pleasure to have a captain on my streetcar today, but you still have to pay for a ticket, Captain. Oh, I'll, I'll get I'll get these with my future money. What's that? $5 note? Who's that? The Queen? How many years do you have to work to get that? <laughs> oh, um... Oh, yes, very many, sir. Yes. We, we don't take rectangles of polyethylene here. We'll take that elsewhere. Um... Well, can I interest you in um, uh, a plastic prophylactic? No. No? Um, uh, well, uh, I only use still... hard money or franked mail. Are you still big into nylon? Yes. Oh, well, would you like my tights? Absolutely. Well, uh, all right. I'll... Take them off. Let's sniff them. Well, I mean, I'd say four people's passage is probably worth at least one, one leg. I'll, I'll cut them in half. There you go, sir. Half, half my nylons. Now, wherever you want to go. Um, well, we'd like to go see the ducks, please. Streetcar, streetcar. <laughs> Next stop, Main Street. No, no, the ducks. <laughs> Didn't you say the, the ducks? ducks? The ducks. 
Is that where the ducks live? God damn it, take us down to the docks by the docks, the, down by the, the shore. The docks, front. Dave, the docks, not the ducks. Not the ducks, God Did damn we it. bring bread to feed them? Are you still supposed to feed them bread? Dave was confused. There was nothing we could do about it. <laughs> he bought bread on the way. He was to be sorely disappointed. We got down to the docks and we knocked on the door of the biggest warehouse we could find. There are no ducks here. <laughs> Hello? Hey, what do you want? We're looking for Hamish. Hey, this is a fish warehouse. We have no Hamish here. What do you want? I'm going to ask you one more time. Where's Hamish? Listen, if you want to buy some fish, I'll sell you some fish, but I don't know who you're talking about. You want to come in the door? You have to pay the toll. Hey, just uh, open the door a little bit, huh? It was a fucking big door. <laughs> <laughs> How did you slap me through that tiny crack in the door? He had small hands, did John. How did you slap me through such a narrow crack in the door? Just, just wait till Gregory gets here and boots him with your horse. Yeah. We forced our way in past the strange peasant man. Oh, yeah, I'm going to be fired for this. Where's Hamish? Tell us. You need to see my boss. I said... Where's Hamish? Oh, my nose is broken. Only a little. I'll take you to my boss, but you have to promise me something. What? You won't call him Jackson. Jackson? It's not his real name, but if anybody calls him Jackson, he flies into a rage. He is uncontrollable. God. He's, he mistreats us. Oh, that's terrible. What does he like to be called? Pennyweather. Pennyweather. Oh, now, Jennifer, I think he's playing a little, you know, game with us. I think he likes to be called Jackson. Nobody in their right mind would like to be called Pennyweather. Mm. Come on! We headed upstairs to the biggest Italian mob boss we'd ever met. Pennyfeather, a.k.a. Jackson. Good afternoon, Pennyfeather. Lovely to meet you. Um, we are, uh, people. So, what are you doing here in my establishment? We're looking for a little side boy called Hamish. But what do you do to my, uh, my associate downstairs? He's all broken up. Hey, we'll be asking the questions around the air, Bozo. I don't know who the fuck you are. Why do you talk about that? I don't know who the fuck you are. I don't know who the fuck you are. Well, then we're equal, aren't we? I suppose so. Sit down. Okay. Listen, I know who you are. You don't fool me. I see right past your eyes. My God, what? <laughs> what is in there? Your Gozo Denali, aren't mm. you? Sometimes I go by Penny Feather, sometimes by Jackson, but Gozo Denali was my birth name, yes. Well, Gozo, it's been a long time since we met. You may remember a small boy got shipped here in a crate of watermelons. Maybe a long I do, time maybe I don't. Home. Who does it matter to? That boy was me, Gozo. My He's... God. Little Gregory? You've grown so big, you would not fit in that box anymore. No, I've been nourished on far more nourishing properties than watermelon now. Oh my god, sit down! Have your evening whiskey! <laughs> yes, I remember the crate you were shipped over full of shattered glass. Oh, Gozo. I've been meaning to pick a bone with you for a long time. You I'd... traded me for a cat. You still got that cat, Gozo? That was a good deal. Where's the cat? I got words. 
Senior Carolino is here for you. What, he's got to be 40, 50 years old at this point? <laughs> <laughs> what a majestic puss. <laughs> Barely a wrinkle on him. <laughs> hey, Dave, you got any of that bread? I'm, I'm slightly perturbed by the farting sounds it's painting. <laughs> <laughs> That's not natural for a pussy. <laughs> on the contrary, Dave. Now listen, Gozo, it's time to get back to business. We... You said you've seen my pussy, what do you want from me? I hear you're looking for a boy called Hamish. I don't know this kid Hamish. Why would I know this kid Hamish? I tell you what I do know, though. I know what happened to your friend. The one in the coat. The one with the triple fried chips in his pocket. Ponce Willoughby, the man we're looking for. Of course, the big newspaper mogul Ponce Willoughby. He's a good friend of mine. I can tell you about him. Where is he? The one thing I want to tell you is... My God, somebody shot him. Right, check the window. <laughs> Look, it's that Scotsman running for the water. Oh, go on, let's kill my <laughs> He's dived straight in. Quick, chase him. Damn, I can't swim, can you? <gasps> what was that? Oh, wait, I'm just popping on my G-string. Um, I can, I can swim. Quick, David, get in. Oh, God, oh, oh. We hurled Dave up and chucked him into the water. <laughs> Splash! Oh, don't splash me, like. Oh. Macduff was making for a schooner moored somewhere off the coast. I'm coming for you, Macduff. I don't know what I'll do when I've got Quick, you. David, get him! Come on, over, Dave! Swim faster! Don't you get any closer to me, man. I've got some terrible wicked things under my kills here. And with that, Macduff whipped out his ski and do and turned to face Dave in the water. I'm holding something in my right hand and something in my left hand. You don't want to guess which is which. Oh, um, um, oh, oh, it's like, oh, it's like the beginning of a chess game. Right, um, if I guess right, do I get black? Yes. Oh, uh, righty. Lefty. Righty. Righty. Make your mind up. Righty. No, you got it. Yes! Oh, no, I don't want black, I want white. Oh, oh, oh no! Oh, I'm gonna swim back! No, you can't get me with your skin! Macduff swam away. He jumped on his schooner and pissed off down the motorway. Motorway? That doesn't exist. <laughs> waterway. waterway. The waterway. <laughs> David arrived back at Jonathan, Gregory, and Frederick's feet. Sodden, oh. wet, sad. I'm sorry, chaps. I just can't. I can't face E4 again. It's okay. <laughs> what were you supposed to do? Look at him getting away. What are we gonna do now? Our only goddamn lead! There's one more lead we've got. Hamish? Puss. Puss. The cat? The cat will know something. Also, I dare say, um, Dame might be waking up any time, any day soon, after that thrashing you gave her. Well, Dame works down at the jazz factory. So jazz club down on second and third. We should head down there and see what she knows. Bring the puss with us. Great idea. I'm not leaving that puss where I can't see it. Oh, but that puss is so old. It can't possibly walk. Um, we'll carry we'll have to get it some footwear. Has anyone got anything for the puss? Boots. <laughs> I got some boots here. Oh, that sounds ridiculous. <laughs> I've, I've got some, some futuristic sneakers. Oh, there we go. 
So Jonathan, David, Gregory and Frederick, Anna, Kat and Nike Air Max stroll down the street to the jazz factory. They opened the door and they were hit by a wall of sound. Ow! (laughs) (laughs) They opened the door and they saw Dame doing her favorite number. Sexy in satin. This morning, you were unconscious when we left. Oh, it's you. The concussion was wearing off. Are you, are you, are you, the, are you the gentleman responsible for uh, the, the purple shiner uh, upside the left half of Dana's face? Who are you, Rick? You got sweet riffs, but we don't know who the fuck you are. Well, uh, I, I'm just a poor soul, what pretends to be Dane's pimp, but really, I ain't nothing at all, sir. Well, if you ain't nothing at all, then how come you're standing here and talking to us with a mouth and a body? Oh, well, it's the stilts, you see. People think I'm important. I'll tell you what. Ponce Willoughby's gone missing. That's Dame's husband, in case you don't know, and it seems like you know an awful lot about her for someone who's sitting here, standing in front of us, talking to police people. Well, you see, that's my living. You see, I pretend to know an awful lot, and then see, I wear these stilts, so people think that I do knows a lot. My God, he was tall. Huge, in fact. It was ridiculous to see him standing there on those stilts in that crowded, small, smoky room. But still, it was nonetheless impressive. I'd always wanted to meet Stilts McRick, but I never thought I would be in this situation. At that point, we noticed a click on the other side of the room, and Dame seemed to have escaped. <gasps> Where's Dame gone? God damn it, Stilts, you were distracting us, weren't you? Oh. Tell me where she's gone! Well, <laughs> <laughs> My Stilts! <laughs> Quick, take his Stilts, then he will talk. Well, actually, if you give it back my stilts, I can just pop my head out the window and I can see where she's left for running to. Give the man his stilts back, quick. 
help, help me out now. <laughs> oh, uh, she seems to be uh, heading to the, that new pet emporium. Uh, what is run by uh, Philip Hemsworth. Philip Hemsworth pet emporium, yes, I know it well. We've been there one too many times on a cold lot. Everyone knew that Phillips was the man who'd get rid of a body for you. He'd turn it into fish food, he'd turn it into turtle clam chowder. Phillips was a man who could disappear anything. He was not a man to be trifled with. We all knew it. I uncooked my bottle and had a fortifying half pint. <laughs> and when you get there, gents, I recommend the turtle clam chowder. And we were off. Cat and toe to Philip Hemsworth's Pet Emporium. animals. Another kind I like to put behind bars, the kind I like to put into stew. Gentlemen, you've brought me a pussy. Philip Hensworth, my god. Yes, it's the very same. Where is she? Where's the dame, Hemsworth? The very question, clever boy. Listen, Hemsworth, we're not fooling around. We don't want any dishes. We ain't got anything to sell or to buy. We're just here on a simple trail. You can offer to help us, or you can spit. Neither am I here to spin any yarns for your delightful pussy. Tell me, what is it you wish to know? Where's the dame, Hensworth? Ah, the dame. Not the great dame, the dame. Ah, a great dame you're after. <laughs> no, God, Not God. A great dame, Hensworth, my God. <laughs> oh, good heavens, what a mighty strike, fine boy. What can I tell you about? Where's the dame, bozo? Ah, dame, synonymous with lady, or indeed that great lady, what is called dame. Indeed, now tell us, where is she? She's hiding. Where? Ah. I'm afraid this is a slight oversight, what with this being a pet emporium, but the basement, what is full of most of my pets, is in fact a convoluted maze. The perfect place to hide. At that point, the boys saw the click of heels, saw? They heard the click of heels going down the hallway. Yes, it's second on the left. Quick, go! And then... You have to move the dresser. Wait, come back. And then once you're under the trapdoor, um, you, yes, yes, you need to go like, oh, down now the ladder. tell us where to go. Yes, Bruder, off you go. All Very right. good. We ran down the stairs after the dame. We took the second left, opened the dresser, found the trapdoor, headed down, and saw nothing. It was pitch black. But what we could smell was the smell of the sea. And then we remembered that this maze led directly back to the docks and the schooner with Macduff.
heard a distant Scottish shanty coming in over the waves. We realized Macduff was having a little party, a little gathering of sorts. Come on, team, get onto the ship. They're getting away, quick! Those poison lemon catches now. I didn't see this coming. And we ran. Right, come on. You gotta do it. You gotta slit the buff before these pranks can get out. Quick, I see him. Jump! <laughs> We're on the boat. Right. You wrestle McDuff to the ground, I'll find the dame. You'd be lucky to wrestle me, boys. Hungry stop. <laughs> come here, McDuff. <laughs> I'm a slippery biscuit. <laughs> we realized McDuff had covered himself in... A foul-smelling, yeasty emulsion. It was dark in color, raw in texture. All of us realized we were about to have the slipperiest, most dangerous wrestling match of our lives as the schooner pitched left and right. When I was growing up, they didn't call me Pitch Schooner Whiskey Biscuit for nothing. Frederick and Jonathan tackled Pitch Schooner Whiskey Biscuit while David and Gregory hunted down after the dame down below. Where do you think she is? I don't know, Dave, but I got a bad feeling about this. Looking for me. Boys! The dame pitched round the corner with a Colt 45 Wesson in her hand. My God, she's got a gun. Why didn't we think of that? Don't I, Gregory? Who's that up there through the skylight? Oh, it's your friend, Jonathan. <laughs> Looks like my boy's taking care of them. You shouldn't have taken the case, boys. You should have known better. Listen to us. You don't have to do this. Oh, I don't have to do anything I don't want to. That's what Ponsonby, that was his full name, <laughs> didn't realize. I can do what I want. Macduff upstairs, he knows me. He knows how to treat a woman. He knows how to treat them real good. Listen, Gregory, I think I know a way out of this. Tell me. I'm going to distract her. You sneak round behind her on your horse. All right? All right. Dame, have you ever played a futuristic game that I think you'll be quite titillated by? What's he doing on his horse? <laughs> Dame, have you ever played Go Fish? Go Fish? Yes, Go Fish. I'm familiar with the card game. Yes. Yes. Have you ever played Texas Backwards Roundabouts Rules Go Fish? Tell me more. Yes. Well, Future man. Why don't I just deal and we'll learn as we go. Okay. <laughs> In Go Fish, as you know, the whole pack must be dealt out according to Texas underbelly rules. I'm almost done. A joker, an instruction card, and three aces. What do I win? You've already won. Oh. Yeah, according to my rules, you've won the game. Now, Gregory! <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, upstairs. Oh, get off me! You dunny put your hand to the sun don't shine. Jonathan, quickly, grab him! No! <laughs> oh. All right, we've got Macduff, and we've got the dame. Now what? Get off my sweet buttocks. Well, we're looking for Ponce Willoughby, but they came here to our office asking where Ponce Willoughby oh, was. you fools. I'm Ponce Willoughby. No! Media mogul Ponce Willoughby is Macduff? Uh, he sure is. And if it wasn't for you meddling kids, I'd have gone away. Oh, Ponce, they catched us. My grandma was never good at school. <laughs> Oh, I told you, you should always go back and do your eight plus. Ponzi, there's only one way out. What are you doing? <laughs> no! No! They're gone. They're both dead. My God. 
My God, another case we failed to solve. We're shit detectives. <laughs> well, you know what we always say? Sink the boat, head back, no evidence. Right, let's hit to the boozer. Can we, can we feed the ducks? <laughs> In this episode of... <laughs> Jonathan was played by Jonathan. David was played by David. Gregory was played by Greg. And Fred was played by Fred. We're good at leaps. Are you tired of all your clocks having hands? Telling you what to do? Giving you the time all the time? Try new clockless faceless hand clock. Our clockless, faceless hand clocks have got nothing on them at all. No numbers, no hands. So you don't have to sweat the small things in life. Thank you for early imbibing us today. You've been listening to Mildred's Milk Eaton. Please, come again.